This episode of Stick Like Glue Radio is brought to you by Jim Palmer's Dream Business Academy Annapolis. This truly one-of-a-kind live event takes place October 7th through the 9th in beautiful Annapolis, Maryland. And you'll learn exactly how to market and grow a more profitable business faster. Jim and his dream team of speakers will share some of their best marketing and business building advice, all in a pitch-free zone. And don't miss two of Jim's rock star entrepreneur friends, Melanie Benson-Strick and best-selling author Bob Berg. Dream Business Academy Annapolis will quite literally transform your business. Do not miss it. Get all the details and register today at www.dreambizacademy.com. That's www.dreambizacademy.com. Hi, I'm Bob Berg, co-author of The Go-Giver and author of Adversaries and Two Allies, and you're listening to Stick Like Glue Radio. Welcome to Jim Palmer's Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Jim Palmer is a marketing and business building expert, author, speaker, and an in-demand coach. He's the founder of the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind Program. Jim is the host of Newsletter Guru TV, the hit weekly web TV show based on Jim's smart marketing and business building advice. Check it out at www.newsletterguru.tv. And now, please welcome the host of Stick Like Glue Radio, Jim Palmer. Hey, hello there, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers. Why do you want that? So they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Those are great things. I don't care what your business is. I'm your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. I am committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. I'm I'm really uh, kind of bursting with excitement about my special guest this week, internet marketer, personal development coach, and so many other things, Ty Cohen. Let me just tell you briefly about Ty, and then we're going to have a great old chat. Ty Cohen is an accomplished internet marketer, personal development coach, mentor, internationally known speaker, and author who for over a decade took a major gamble with his life financially by quitting his corporate job and starting a business of his own, a true entrepreneur. That business soon became both an offline and online success, generating millions of dollars in sales and totally transforming Ty's life, as well as the lives of countless others in just a few short years. Ty... Or excuse me, today, Ty is an internationally renowned internet marketer, business consultant, speaker, radio personality, personal development coach, and author of over a half a dozen Amazon book titles. But life wasn't always roses for him, and I'm going to dive right into that. Ty, welcome to Stick Like Glue Radio, man. Thank you for being my special guest expert. Not a problem. I am excited. You know, I, I, I took a moment to listen to a couple of episodes, and... Uh, you know, it really got the juices flowing, so I feel like I should owe you something. Maybe I need to send you a check because I got a ton of great ideas just by listening <laughs> to three or four episodes there. Well, that's the plan. You know, one of the, kind of the way I roll on Stick Like Glue Radio is, and, and some people will ask me, like, what's your formula? Well, first of all, you figured out my formula is I don't care about the extreme high-quality sound because <laughs> I, I do so many interviews and calls. I just basically use my conference line, so I'm not a highly produced show. But the reason people have been following me for a while, Ty, is that all I do is I care about putting out good content. I interview people in my own space. You know, it's all about sharing value and content with people, and that's why people listen. So when you and I uh, 
even just jumped on for two or three minutes before we went live, I knew this was going to be a great episode. So, folks, buckle in, you know, sit back. If you're, if you're driving, please concentrate on the road. But, but we're going to have a good old time, Ty and myself. So, Ty, you've been in the space, the Internet marketing space, a long time. We, we kind of started there, and you were telling me, and as I read, you kind of, like I did, you left a, a cushy, well-paying corporate job with direct deposit vacation and health insurance, and you went out and became an entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit more about that journey. You know what? I, I left four years later than I should have. I was a regional manager for Walgreens Pharmacy. I actually started with Walgreens as a stock person when I was 14. Uh, it was a part of a summer program, and then I worked my way up, cashier to manager and regional manager. And uh, I had a side business, and this tells you a little bit about mindset. So I had a, a business that I was running on the side, and at that time I was selling antique toys, Disney wind-ups, Barbie, collectible Barbie dolls, like the Bob Mackie collectible Barbie, Barbie dolls and things like that. And uh, I got that job up, that, that business up to the point where I was actually doing very well with it. I was doing about five figures a month. Now, because I had been with Walgreens so long, uh, almost 10 years, it took me four years to mentally quit, to quit that job because, again, it was, you know, we had the direct deposit, we had the health benefits, I was part of their stock purchase, stock sharing program, and um and in the back of my mind, you know, I said, I'm so secure here at Walgreens. You know, this is something that I know that I'm definitely going to get a, a check from week week to week. With the business that I'm running, you know, it's totally dependent on me. What if something happens? You know, I had all these fears. What if I get sick? What if customers stop buying? What if I just forget how to market? You know, and uh, it, it took me four years to quit that job before I actually made the leap. And I actually said, okay, this is it. I'm done. You know, so uh, I think I think that, that that's just, for anyone that's listening, and in the back of your mind, you know that there's something that you should do, but you're just fighting it. Sometimes our intuition is our best ally, and just being able to go with that. Absolutely. You know, my fifth book uh, was I wrote called Stop Waiting for It to Get Easier, Create Your Dream Business Now, because so many people, they kind of wait for the stars to align, for everything to be perfect, for the plan to have the money to know exactly what's going to happen. And, and that, in reality, that's just not, that's not true entrepreneurial. Um, you know, it's not the way you build an entrepreneurial business. So it is, it is stepping out in faith. Um, you know, you've become quite an expert in the Kindle world, and I want to I want to get to that. But before I switch over to that, tell us a little bit about how you got started in the early days, because I deal a lot of my audience is doing okay. They're either kind of beginners, they're getting their feet wet, and there's people doing you know six figures, multiple six figures. I I doubt you know I don't want to uh, prejudge, but I doubt I have many multimillionaires listening to my show because I, I just kind of fit that other end of the spectrum. So when people are struggling or they're trying to find their way, you know, talk about your early days a little bit, Ty. How did you keep going, and, and what what did it take to actually make that paycheck for yourself instead of, you know, waiting on Friday for every other Friday for Walgreens to put money in your account? Yeah, absolutely. I got started out of a love uh, of collecting toys. You know, I, I was collecting action figures and uh, collectible toys and G.I. Joes, you know, the old G.I. Joes from the 60s, if you're old enough to remember that the ones with the Kung Fu grips. And some of these things would go for 100 bucks, 500 a couple thousand, right? And that was part of my hobby. And it got to the point where I was spending so much money on my hobby that I said, you know what, I have to start making money off of this stuff. So I started to 
just te- like I, I knew nothing about marketing. I would go to the library and literally pick up a book uh, from Gary Halbert or Dan Kennedy or one of these great marketers or copywriters, and uh, I would come home from Walgreens. I worked at Walgreens from 2 to 11, right, 2, 2, 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. I would go to the library that morning before I would have to go to work, and then at night I'd get home around 12 o'clock at night and I would study. I would just literally study everything that I could about marketing until about 3, 4 o'clock in the morning or when I, until I literally fell asleep on this book or on my notes or whatever it is. I would wake up the next morning sometimes and, I'm, and I just fell asleep reading this book. And uh, that, that started the journey there, just pretty much saying to myself, I have to make this work by any means necessary. If I have to lose a little bit of sleep, then that's going to happen. You know, if I have to... Um, figure it out by myself. This is it's going to happen. And I got my inspiration from a, one of my one of my friends had a very wise grandmother, and she said, you know, I heard her lecturing him one time, and she said something that sticks to me that that stuck with me up, even to this day. She said, whatever you want to do, you know, go out and just try it. You don't have to do it forever. You just have to do it until you feel that it's a fit or not. You know, so I and I did that. I said, if this doesn't work, then that's fine. I'll try it for a couple of months, and if it doesn't work, at least I can say I tried. You know, if it does work, then that's awesome. You know, I love it. That's great. And I, I think that's one of the biggest things is to get out there and try, and then say, you know, I'm going to put my all into this, and if it works, then that's awesome. If it doesn't work, at least I can say I tried. So that's the biggest thing right there is just to try to get out there and, and create that momentum to get started, create the momentum. That's right. You know, um, in July 2001, I was diagnosed for the first time with cancer, and that was a huge wake-up call for me as to how fast uh, the clock is ticking or, you know, how how rapidly the sand runs out of the hourglass, so to speak. I'm healthy today. I mean, I'm have, I've, ha- I've actually had it uh, two more times, but we keep catching it early. But, you know, that really shaped my thinking, Ty, about waiting and things like that. And you're right. You need to go out there and try something. The last thing in the world, and this, this wasn't always what a shock, you know, some kind of a, a shock like being told you have cancer does to your, your mindset. But for me, it was like I, I don't want to come to the end whenever that is and have regrets. Damn it, why didn't I do this? Do you know what I mean? Right. So Absolutely. I think real entrepreneurs just have that they, they don't want to have any regrets. And, you know, it being willing to fail or try or not have things work, whatever terminology you're most comfortable with, is really the true essence um, so I want to talk to you about Kindle because you've you've done a lot with uh, internet marketing and all the different um, uh, uh, ways that fall under that umbrella. But um, I think lately you've become uh, quite an expert in in helping people publish Kindle books. So why does somebody want to do Kindle books um, versus regular books, or do both? Or give us a little bit of the uh, the four one one on on Kindle publishing. Absolutely. So first of all, you know, digital books, Kindle books are outselling physical books two to one, and in some cases three to one. You know, Jeff Bezos, the uh, the CEO, the president of Amazon.com, he released a statement not long ago that actually said, you know, physical books are, are one of their worst sellers. So you can have a, a digital version of a book, and then you can have the physical version of that same title, and the digital version will outsell the physical version in most cases, two to one or three to one. So if you're an expert, you might be a coach, you may be someone who 
uh, on a professional level, you may be a lawyer or an accountant or a chiropractor. It's a great way to build up your calling card, right? To create your card and calling card and to position yourself as the authority even more, and to uh, to give yourself that added boost of credibility, right? Now, if you're someone that is looking for just another way to generate a passive stream of income, publishing content to Amazon is just an awesome way to go because, you know, there's number one hundreds of millions of customers that visit Amazon on a regular basis. Amazon is also, one, along with Apple, one of the largest holders of credit card numbers. All right? So Amazon and Apple have more credit card numbers, again, in hundreds of millions than almost any other companies that are out there. And they've created this culture, they've created this system that makes buying very easily. I'm a member of Amazon's Prime um, program, and uh, they also have a one-click purchase program where anything that you see, Jim, if you were to mention a book to me, you know, and I thought that it was a good book, something that I can read, I can instantly go on my phone or on my laptop or on my desktop or on my tablet, type it into Amazon, right, and download it and begin reading in the next five minutes. So what Amazon has done is they've created this platform called KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing which allows just anyone, you, me, uh, the individual that's listening to this podcast, to go in and publish content. And uh, it doesn't have to be a traditional book length. And by that I mean it doesn't have to be 100 pages, 200 pages, 300 pages. Actually, some of my best sellers are 40, 50, 60, 70 pages because people want, they want the information in short bites. They want to be able to get in, get the information, do without the, the fluff and filler, and, and get it and get out and get a solution. So because of that, Amazon has become the number one platform, for me at least, and a lot of my students, and the number one way to generate income. It's, it's, it is an amazing way to share content. I'll tell you, the other thing is, so I've published six books in six years, and I've done on all books are available in paperback and Kindle. But this latest book, Decide, uh, The Ultimate Success Trigger, is the first book that I also offered uh, in audio. Everywhere I would go to speak, I'd hear people, oh, do you have an audio? And to me, it was like, it's, since it's my book, I don't want to have somebody else read it. I felt I needed to do it. And to be honest, I, I could never carve out that amount of time. But I made the commitment right. to do it with Decide, and um, that's selling really well. So I, I think that speaks to the, what you just mentioned. People, they, they're just, I think they're more, you and I both commiserate about being impatient people, <laughs> you know. But I think that's generally the the that's generally the population ties. People want, I want it now. I want to start digesting it now, consuming it now, and I want to start seeing results tomorrow. So I think I think that speaks to the whole Kindle thing. How much money can and you, you know, actually – go ahead, Tyke. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I want to cut you off, but, but that applies especially for how-to information. So if you're an expert in anything, let's say you might be an expert. We're talking about uh, an individual that works for you, Gary George, who's an expert in social media marketing and it's just uh, paid advertising. Things like that. So, if you're an expert in any particular industry or field, you can easily go in and create a how-to book, how to get more customers, how to go in and advertise on Facebook, the basics, how to advertise on Facebook, the more advanced level, right? And how-to information sells extremely well on Amazon, extremely well. So, I just wanted to put that out there. So, uh, your listeners who may be thinking that, okay, well, what am I going to sell? It's 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 Fairly straightforward process. Go in, gather your, your thoughts, uh, put your skill, 
down on paper and make it available on Amazon. You visit their kdp.amazon.com site, and you'll see where it's literally pretty easy to get started. They don't even charge to uh, to actually start. So, Ty, I want to ask you a question. There's a couple schools of thought, and I figure as long as i got the a Kindle expert here, some people think you should put out a Kindle book and, and sell it for $0.99 cents or $1.99 or something you know, on the very inexpensive side, and some people say no. If it's if it's a Kindle book, it should be far less than a paperback. But seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine, um, is the way to go. What do you, what's this whole pricing war that's going on? Whether you because okay, let me a two part question. And can you give a book away for free on Kindle, or does Amazon make you sell it for something? Yeah, absolutely. Great, great question. So here's the thing: there's two ways that you could approach this. So. Uh, I also use a lot of my Kindle books for lead generation, right? So if you're selling a a how-to book and you're looking to, number one, build up a list and maybe get those individuals into your funnel where they go in and then buy other products or services that you might have available, then if you're going to use it for that purpose, then by all means you want to give it away, which Amazon does allow. They have a program where you can give it away. Uh, Or you want to make it available as cheap as possible, 90%. Now, the thing with that is you have to be careful as well because I found out that, you know, a lot of freebie seekers, if they're getting something for free, then they're less likely to take action on the content that you give me, right? Uh, But the individuals that actually pay for something, it's like giving away advice, right, Jim? You give away free advice, most people don't do anything with it. But if you charge them 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, then they're more inclined to go in and do something with it. With Kindle books, if you charge something, and I found that now two ninety nine works best because it allows you the best of both worlds, where you can you can go in and you can get enough readers to buy because two ninety nine is not going to it. It's not one of those decisions where you're saying, okay, am I going to pay two ninety nine for this ebook, or am I going to be able to pay my mortgage this month, right? So 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 there's not a lot of thought that goes into that type of price point. Now three or four years ago. The better price points used to be six ninety seven, seven ninety seven, eight ninety seven, because it was less competition, uh, and also you had some of the larger publishing houses that didn't buckle down to Amazon, and they said, "No, we're selling our eBooks at nine ninety seven. They're going to be at a premium." You know, but now you have more and more larger publishing houses that are selling at lower price points. So you have to, when in Rome, go do as the Romans do. So. Two ninety nine, you're saying is a good price point. Let me ask you this, Ty: Is Kindle? How do people feel when they go? In other words, do you write a, a Kindle book so it's only available on Kindle, or if you like me, publish um, paperback books or hardcover books, but offer a Kindle version of it? Are those two different animals in, in terms of the public seeking information? For example, you said you have some books that could be even 30, 40 pages. That obviously would not make a very good paperback book. You know, right. just, but, so That's is a pamphlet. It, it's a pamphlet. So is that completely different? I mean, are they marketed differently? I mean, if you say Kindle book, it, it could be anything, right? Or what are your thoughts on that? It absolutely could. Uh, you know, a Kindle book could be a report. You know, it could be a long report. You've got 30, 40 pages. If it's a physical book, a paperback book, then there's a lot more meat that's included in there. So that's what I mean. You can use your Kindle books to go in and, and get people, you know, accustomed to who you are, your name, your brand. And then if you have something that's a little bit more detailed, that has a little bit more meat, 
maybe a course, a video series, an audio series, or even a live event that you can then say, okay, you purchased the Kindle version of this. If you want more information, here's where you can get more information because they, they're now one of your followers. They see you as the authority. But with, with the Kindle title, here's the other thing is, you know, because it's so easy to get started, uh, what I like to tell people is to make sure that when you're publishing, it's going to be high-quality content that you're publishing, number one. And then number two is, you know, if you publish something that doesn't get the results that you want, then, you know, there's, there's not a lot of worry that goes into it because there's shorter books. It's not like you, you've invested two or three years to publish or to write a larger physical book and then nothing happens of it. You know, you can always take that content and repurpose it with your Kindle books. So what I'm hearing from you is this whole Kindle market, it's really almost like a separate marketing funnel or marketing strategy. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, it's both, actually, if you're going to have a published, a real book, so to speak, and a Kindle version. But I think what you're really talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong and what you're helping so many of your clients with, Ty, is that um, Kindle marketing is a, is, is a way to get out content position yourself as an expert and just I mean obviously if you're going to do that and follow your your example of maybe 299 is a good price point you're not going to make a lot of money but that's going to open the door to, to more business down the road you're saying get you some visibility absolutely so Kindle is great Kindle publishing is great for visibility you know if you're looking if you if you're looking to, to, to get more eyeballs to pay attention to what it is that you do Kindle publishing is a great way to do it and again going back to your original question as far as you know the marketing how is it different from a physical book? With a physical book, there's a lot more involvement. You know, you may be doing, uh, you might do publishing tours, right, where you're out and about and you're actually meeting with your readers and, and you're just meeting with the general public. With a Kindle book, there's a lot more um, leeway that you have. You can go and you can post some Facebook ads. You can use some uh, Twitter pay-per-click ads. So there's, there's a lot less that goes into the Kindle publishing than would go into a physical book. All right, so Ty, if somebody was um, just getting started, like very new into the, not only this publishing part, but actually new into business, and they wanted to start publishing Kindle, do they need to get like a business license or a tax ID? What's involved in setting up an actual uh, account with, with KDP? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm not a business lawyer or an accountant or a CPA, right? But, you know, when I first got started, there was not – a business license that was required. If you have an LLC, if you have some type of um, business structure that you want to use, then by all means, Amazon does allow you to go in and enter your tax ID number. If not, you would be operating as a sole proprietor, so you would use your Social Security number. And if you're outside of the United States, you can also publish as well, because if you, I'm sure you have listeners that may be in Canada, Australia, or the UK, or, or just outside of the U.S. in general. You can also publish to Amazon. Amazon accepts dozens of different countries. I mean, you should see the list. Once you go in, once you go to kdp.amazon.com, you'll see all of the available countries that they allow to publish content. Uh, so it, it pretty much depends on the structure that you're using right now. If you don't have an LLC or if you're not incorporated, then that's not an issue. You can go in. You can use your personal Social Security number. Amazon will make the payments directly to you, and if you are incorporated or if you have an LLC, then you can use your tax ID number, and they'll make the payments to your company. Ty, suppose somebody wants to get started in Kindle publishing. 
and they're not necessarily a coach or have live events. They actually want to make money to have Kindle to have, be a Kindle publisher to actually generate revenue. Um, how how do they do that? How many titles do they need? How quickly can they maybe start earning like a thousand dollars a month or something like that, like a little a little side money? So great question. Now here's the thing: this is it's not a, an overnight process, so it's not something that's going to happen. Uh, in just a matter of days or even a matter of weeks. Sometimes to get the momentum going, it will take you about six to eight weeks to start seeing some cash flow come in, all right? Now, the thing about this is Amazon pays you every 60 days. So for the previous 60 days sales, they'll pay you 60 days out, right? So does that make sense? So yes. the, the sales that came in 60 days prior, you'll get paid those 60 days out. Um, now, the biggest benefit is that it's a recurring system. So I've got books that I published four years ago that are still generating sales. All right, so I published those books one time, and I still get income coming in from those books. The other beautiful thing about it is that, you know, if you're creating content that may be relevant today and may change a year from now, you can always go in and make those edits. You can always go in and change because... This is digital content. It's in a digital format. So Amazon allows you to go in and make changes, update your content, um, and, and make sure that it's always current. So the other thing is that with Amazon Kindle Publishing, you know, you don't need a lot of titles. I always tell people sometimes, you know, if you have three or four titles, that will be enough to start seeing significant revenue to the point where you can generate a 1000 bucks a month from three or four titles. Now, here's what I always suggest. Once you get that first title going, because they're shorter, they're 30, 40, 50 pages, once you get that one published, go in and start working on your second one, all right? And once you start seeing some revenue come in, you take that money and put it back into the system so that you can have more books created, You go, whether you're writing them or you're hiring someone to create the content for you. And then do that for about three or four months. Just keep putting the income that you receive back into your system to create more uh, revenue streams. And then after, you know, you've done that for a while, then you can let it loose, and then you're good to go. What do you think is the future of um, Kindle publishing? I mean, is it is it getting very crowded now? I mean, is there just tons and tons of space and bandwidth because, you know, there's just millions and millions of people searching it? Or what do you, what do you think is going to happen over the next – few years that's a good question so because there's more people that are getting involved right there's more people that are publishing content uh i think that number one goes back to what i said before is you need to make sure that anything that you publish is going to offer an extreme amount of value it's going to be extremely high in quality right because when amazon first opened the doors to the system here a lot of people would go in and publish what's known as PLR, private label rights content, and you would see three and four copies of the same title. So anything that was out there in the public domain, people would go in and publish that because they were looking for easy ways to make money, right, a quick way to make right. money. Right. Amazon, they, they cracked down on that big, big time. So now if you don't have material that's unique, 100% unique, they'll find it, and they'll find out, and then you'll get banned. So they have a, a, a better system in place right now to make sure that their readers and that the Amazon.com customers are getting great information, great content. 
And you can help them with that just by publishing good stuff. So I think that, you know, there's a lot more room here. I always see where my revenues, month to month, they increase. Right? And that's because of two reasons. Number one, I continue to publish ebooks, And number two, there's more people that come into the marketplace. So right. month to month, you get more people that are coming into the marketplace. It's like having a store, right? You've got a store, and you're limited by square footage. But, you know, your store can hold 100 people. And initially, there's 10 people that are in there. And then as more people hear about it, you start to get more people come in. So the more people that come in, the more sales you're going to make. So as more people get in, I, I my mother-in-law, we bought her a Kindle device last Christmas. And, uh, you know, she had never heard of Amazon Kindle before. And now, you know, she, she she's she's an avid reader, so she buys about three or four e-books uh, every two weeks. You know, so... As you get younger people now, my, my, my son's elementary school, they last week introduced, last year, I'm sorry, introduced iPad and Kindle devices in the library. So now you've got places like public schools, you've got libraries that are introducing Kindle devices. So the marketplace is getting a lot bigger, which means there's a lot more room to go. That's awesome. We're uh, we're j- we're almost out of time. I, I could talk to you forever. If you had one thing to share with our listeners about uh, Kindle publishing, w- what would that be, Ty? And don't you love these one thing questions? <laughs> Absolutely. So, so the biggest thing was I I got involved with Kindle publishing when uh, it was in beta. I got it introduced. I got a, a invited to be a beta tester, and it took me a couple of months to get started. And that was my biggest mistake because I actually lost out on thousands and thousands of dollars of potential sales. So the biggest thing would be to get started ASAP, and that that applies to anything, anything that you want to do in life, right? Go and work on that self-discipline and get started immediately, you know. Um, and then the second thing is to not overcomplicate the process. You know, I always tell people it's a three-step system. Number one is to find out what people want to buy, what they want to know about, what they want to read, what they want to know uh, more about. And then the second thing is to go in and create it, give it to them, you know. The third thing is make it available on Amazon.com and then go out and market it. So it's a, it's a pretty straightforward system. Very good. I'm sure there's people that want to connect with you and, and follow you and learn more about you. What's the best way to do that, Ty? The best way is on Facebook.com. So if you go to Facebook.com forward slash Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, Ty, T-Y, uh, I think I'm maxed out right now. They only they limit you to 5,000 followers or something like that. But you can always go in and follow me. You can send me a private message if you have any questions. Also, visit our site, KindleCashflow.com. There's some free videos that you can sign up for and uh, get some more information on the entire process and how to go about publishing your first book or ebook, I should say, to Amazon. So, KindleCashflow.com is where they get that. That's, That's awesome. It. Ty, thank you Absolutely. so much, man. This has been a this has been a fun interview. It's uh, greatly appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Jim. I appreciate it. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special episode of Stick Like Glue Radio with Internet marketer, personal development coach, and Kindle marketing expert, Ty Cohen. Stick Like Glue Radio is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Again, be sure to check out Dream Business Academy. That's dreambizacademy.com. We are about a third of the way sold out, and the event's not even until October, so you want to get your seat. We um, We do run a smaller event. So there are limited seating. We've sold out the previous uh, four events. So, again, dreambizacademy.com. 
That is it for this episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. I'm your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. I'm committed, as always, to helping you build a more profitable business faster. Watch for another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio next week. Until then, keep taking action, keep moving forward, and don't ever, ever, ever give up. Hey, go do something nice for somebody today. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Stick Like Glue Radio features Jim Palmer's unique brand of smart marketing and business building advice for action-oriented entrepreneurs. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.getjimpalmer.com. To learn more about Jim's Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind program, visit www.dreambizcoaching.com. That's www.dreambizcoaching.com. If you know other entrepreneurs looking for the fastest way to hire profits in their business, please tell them about the Stick Like Glue radio podcast. Now, go and implement what you've learned and boost your profits. See you next week for more Stick Like Glue radio.